Welcome to the Philo Sophia podcast. Join our hosts Trevor and Alfredo as they plumb the depths of philosophy, religion, science, and history. Learn with us and laugh with us here on Philo Sophia. Welcome to Philo Sophia. It is April 4th. I'm Trevor, joined by Alfredo. Alfredo, how are you? Good evening. Good to see you. Good to hear you once again. Not in person. Meeting. Not in person not today. In person. But that's not okay. in person. I it's different. I like the in person. What has your have you had any feedback? I have. Oh yeah. Uh I I ask my mom every day. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in person's nice. The audio is definitely better. Um, and it's nice just being in the same room. Although I will say there is one major downside to meeting in person. No way. What is it? It's the the headache I have the next morning. <laughs> That's the major downside. Well, it's the potion that you picked for that day, right? That it's was a, amazing. That was so good. It's a significant side effect of meeting in person with you, I would say. But yeah, other than yeah, that. every time though. But I, dude, I was listening and 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 watching it. It was so funny, and I. I was telling someone, just watch the last 10 minutes of it. Like, you just pull through, you know, you just, it's okay. And then uh, the last 10 minutes, it was just funny. I, I'm still laughing about it. Oh, man, I was laughing. So, if you guys seriously. haven't watched it, shame on you because it's quite interesting. Yeah, shame, shame our listeners. Shame them. Shame our listeners. Come on, guys. So, we're talking about, we're talking about AI again today, but, um, are we? But aren't, are you going to ask about this? An AI oh, I am. Movie. I am. I am. I just, just, right. just letting people know up front what they have in store. You, you had, you had, oh, I see. You had a question about a painting yeah. that I have in my studio. Alfredo, see, what is that, that beautiful painting you have in your background? What is that? What do you think it is? Um, you should I bring it closer? It's either, it's either an angel, yeah. a flying fish. Yeah. It's an angel. Okay, I got it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Fish. You put it like this. No, this was made uh, by. I bought this at a at a gallery, and it was made by my niece in 2018. She signed it right here. What's her and name? Her, Jenny. Shout out to Jenny. Her, huh? Shout out to so, Jenny. Yeah, shout out to Jenny. Her birthday is tomorrow, so happy mm. birthday. Yeah, happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one of our listeners. Yeah. See, we do care for our listeners. Is she is this is, is this something that she did uh as a gift to you or is she is someone you can no, hire no, to no. paint? She, they had uh right, right. They, so she just made it out of with no pressure. That's why I think it came out so good. Nice. And so they had a uh exposition in high school and you know, a lot of different people and I said, I want that one. So, but we can't, we can't like plug her website or anything like that. You know, next time that she has very good drawings also in pencil. She's a good artist period. I commissioned her uh, on her break, (laughs) but it never happened. Sorry. Calling her out. She's still working. (laughs) Actually, this was a thinly veiled uh, attempt to get her to finish. Yeah. She's uh yeah this listener has left the the podcast great <laughs> but uh, um no 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 I bought two the other one is really good it's abstract but this one really caught my attention so every time I put it in the background people are always asking now that you very cool it's kind of interesting huh I like it it's I, an, it's the philium 
the fallen angels maybe. oh i like that yeah i like See, um, it be anything. i like art that there's you know a little bit of room for interpretation but it's not like a banana taped to a wall with duct tape <laughs> i don't know if you yeah, saw that it was like a modern art exhibit to some people <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's clearly art like someone with some talent had to do it but it's not a photo either it's you know it's something something in between i'm, I'm such we're so I am so in the spectrum of science that I need a break from it sometimes. And oh, that's why I love art. Yeah. Uh, art brings balance because art is on the other side of the spectrum. Okay. And uh, you see, and so like movie, that's why I make reference to movies because it's just art. It then, is. Yeah. Um, paintings, galleries, music. That brings balance to my ever so logical think of outcomes. Mind. Something where you're not having to do any deduction or rationalization or testing. I like that. Yeah. Art, music, uh, and, movies. And I think that, yeah. And I think this AI just came from heaven at the right time too. Since we were talking about that, because it's good play to all that. Oh, you know, it's funny. Like all of our old school predictions of what AI would be and what it'd be used for. I remember, you know, it was always like, well, it's never going to replace a poet or an artist or a musician. And it is funny that those are all of the things that it's gotten best at first. AI generated art, AI generated music, AI generated poetry, oh, yeah. lyrics. Right, right. Isn't that wild? Like, it's, it's interesting it's, that that's what it is best at, you know? Oh yeah, the 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 because it's so open to interpretation, right? Yeah, but it's just I I just don't think that's something we could have predicted. Like that the oh, no, first sure. thing the first thing AI would be right. used for would be art. That's true. And music. But that's yeah, and but well, that's our human legacy, and that's what's tapping into. If you think about it, if you get a if you, let's say we have another flood, and we talked about floods before, and there, what is the first thing we're gonna say, right? Which is art, right? Yeah. Oh, what, what will we That's save? A, what will we save? What are we gonna? What would we save? Yeah, for sure. I'd grab my yeah, boat because it's original. Un, yeah, you cannot reproduce it, right? Yeah. Well, maybe now AI can, but uh, I mean, I think I, there's definitely. It, it is interesting though. You can ask it to paint something in a specific style, or you can give it a passage out oh, of the yeah. Bible and ask it to render an image from the word. It's, it's interesting, man, but okay. The, what we're talking about tonight <laughs> is the reason we're talking about AI again for the third time. It's is hot. GPT four just came out. Exactly. And so, um, Lex, Lex Friedman, uh, what's, what's, what's GPT four for G those who don't know. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a good, good place to start. So, um, I actually, just prompted me to, I want to look up what GPT stands for. I know the T is transformer and I think the P is pre-trained. Um, acronym. What does it stand for? Generative pre-trained transformer. That's GPT. So um, I don't really understand exactly what a transformer is. I know it refers to this idea of a hidden layer in a, in a neural network and, I couldn't really explain to you what that means, so we'll skip that. But GPT-3 is the, I guess you could think of as like the core 
intelligence behind chat GPT. Uh, both were made mm-hmm. by OpenAI. OpenAI oh, is the company God. that's now, it's it's not like technically owned by Microsoft. It's this weird arrangement Pair where company. It, it. it's something even more complex than that. It's like they're a nonprofit, but I, anyway, okay. he the, okay. the CEO did an interview with Lex Friedman and he kind of addressed some of that stuff, but um, oh, okay. So I pulled some clips for that. I thought this we, we could try out a clip show. Let's we, do it. We've never done it before. It could be awful. They're I kind like of different things. They're kind of long, so we can pause them or stop them or whatever. But and then right after the CEO uh, Sam Altman was interviewed, he interviewed this guy who's a super outspoken critic of GPT three and now four. And has been kind of working with Elon Musk to there, there's all this stuff going on right now. AI is like you said, like captured everyone's imagination. You're either right now, you're either concerned about the coming economic collapse or the coming AI Armageddon. Uh, you know, I think one's that a little both. bit more of a long-term threat, but it just seems like that's what everybody's yes. talking about right now. So AI is more well, fun yeah. to talk about. So here we are. It's less depressing, although although I, I was just reading about how AI will replace like the twenty jobs that AI will replace. You want to hear them? Yeah. Before we hear the yeah. clips, let's do it. So check this out. So, so <laughs> the twenty jobs. Uh, number one, one of them. Well, the ones that caught my attention is paralegal, okay, bookkeeper, proofreader, translator, copywriter. Um, let's see here. Telemarketer. How about that? Oh, that one for Uh, sure. (laughs) Customer service. Customer. Exactly. Customer service over the phone. Yeah. Travel agent. Tutor. Ouch. Technical support analyst. Email email marketer. Content moderator and recruiter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's interesting what it's gotten good at. Like, I think we all thought the first thing to go would be truck drivers, taxi drivers, because that's, oh, they're going away too. Yeah. We, we thought that's what AI <laughs> would be best at first. Oh yeah. But that's not the case. I mean, I, I listened to the interview of the guy who runs the AI at Tesla and they're, I mean, for all the marketing of fully self-driving, they're not there yet. Really? Yeah. Um, and as someone there's who's a- used fully self-driving, I don't, I don't trust it. <laughs> it's very, very odd. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we're so just used to to being in control at least for that it's not even that it's just like they really it doesn't drive the way you would drive well that's what i'm saying it's yeah it's non-human right. right yeah 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 i get yeah i guess no right. i i hear exactly what you're saying and 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 there are a few things we can't control but then again it really just it's just simple stuff earlier. like if someone it's like dude it requires some sorry it requires some form of intelligence to drive properly oh for, really oh, absolutely i mean there's so no, much well, people don't it, it, like i'm gonna i think i'm gonna have a stroke <laughs> as i'm driving yeah that's true I, maybe, maybe you could say it's oh better than God. like some humans for sure yeah yeah not all not right. all but maybe a lot of them it's just little things like if a car up you're on the freeway, right? And the car up ahead of you to the right sort of starts just drifting. Sense. But just right. say say it sort of starts drifting into your lane. The the Tesla right. doesn't. That. No, no. What I'm saying is the Tesla doesn't. 
what would you do in that situation? If someone's slowly drifting into your lane, you well, might, it depends how fast I'm going. So you're going, right? you're both going seventy. They're just so if not we're fast. Both going seventy, and how how far is this car from me? A it's in the it's in the lane next to you, but it's it's not. I would slow down. It okay. It's in it. It's in a different lane. It hasn't crossed right. the line, but it is drifting right. towards you. Oh no, I would slow down. You'd slow down, or you'd give it. Maybe you'd kind of get a little bit more to the left side of your lane. Or look at the rear mirror, see who's coming on the left, just saying plan B. So plan A is to slow down. Plan B is to see if it doesn't happen. Just be Those are all reasonable things, right? Like you're going to give it a yeah. wider berth. You're going to pass it. You're going to slow down. Right. The, the car will do nothing until it's actually a threat, like until it's actually in your lane. <laughs> oh, no. And no, I'm sure no. it's fine. I'm sure it's just as safe. But like as you as an occupant, you're like, Dude, slow down, car. You know. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's. I'm not giving that away. Sorry, Tesla. Yeah, we subscribed. There, there was a moment when they rolled out fully self-driving for 200 bucks a month, and we're like, let's just right. do one month. You know. Did you, did so you? we did. We did it, and I, we, I used it one time. I'm like, nope, cancel that. Yeah. So I see. No, they get you because they not only add that, but they also add the summons, and people love that, or self-parking. Which yeah. is super cool. Yeah, I never used any of that. Maybe that would change my mind. But two hundred bucks a month that's, is steep, man. Yeah, that's that's for a richer person than me. I bought that car when it was thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> it was that or a Camry, and I said, I no think we'll go. With, I think we'll go with the Tesla. So it's not, thirty grand you paid for that. That's it, man. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Now they're like fifty six. I know, the, like the, the short range. There was wow. a brief. Well, that's what we got. We got the lowest one, but there was a brief window right. where it was like thirty one thousand. No so way. We got we got lucky, but um, I can't wait till I have that truck. I'm not canceling. I'm keeping. You might that be. You're going to be waiting a long time, in my opinion. But maybe. Yeah, not. I know. Maybe not. The mass production will be end of the year next year. So. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not. That's good. Well. Okay. So AI. Um, Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI. He uh, was a really interesting interview, man. Like you feel like he understands the weight of what he's doing. Um, he's got a weird voice that bothers me. These guys all kind of like have like he talks in hushed tones, you know, like it's almost whispering. And he has a little, oh, he has a little bit sexy. of, has a little bit of vocal fry, you know, like when you're like uh, when you talk. Yeah like this yeah i don't i don't like that stop it very very like in our podcast being like this hi trevor hey look at my painting you like that there's (laughs) man this is such a tangent change but there's studies on that and uh it used to be for a while that people with that type of voice would be rated as being really intelligent when was this in the 50s no this was like maybe 20 years ago and then they've they've kept doing those studies, and now people associate that with being dumb, with being non-intelligent. That like vocal fry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I, sorry, I don't know why I brought that up. But let's listen. Let's listen to Sam Altman. Altman. Hey man, I took classes on cor- with Carol uh, Fleming, which is a tone of your voice. Actually. Okay. Uh, cassette, long time Ooh. ago, and it was so good. She talks about junk words and how exercises to do just before before any of this right but how you can regulate your voice which i normally don't but don't like i'm a junk word like, user right now like it's 
uh, things like that. Mm, yeah, you know, um, uh, there there is a there's a faculty member at the school that we're affiliated with who for his students he has one of those clickers. You know, like like if you're counting people entering a building, and when he practices with students for their dissertation defense, he clicks it every time they use a junk word to like train them so not to do it. Cool. I don't know. It's like, do you really? I just feel like you're missing the point. Do a good study. You know, that's true. If you say, um, who cares? You're writing a paper, but anyway, uh, (laughs) maybe that's because Uh, I know I use it. Are you going to be on mine that it's coming up next month? What's that? What's the question? Defense. Are you going to be there? Of course. (laughs) Are you crazy? Of course I'll be there. I'm going to have this microphone and I'm going to say, I'm going to say, so what do you think about the Anunnaki? (laughs) 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 I'm going to play a clip from the podcast. Is it true that, our last podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let me play the damn clip, dude. Please, please do. Okay, so setup for the clip is that Lex Friedman is asking him if he thinks GPT-4 is conscious. Keep in mind, you've never used GPT-4. Who is he asking? The CEO GPT. of OpenAI. Oh, the CEO. That's what you said, yeah. Yeah, here we go. So let me turn the volume down a little bit and hit play. Do you think... GPT-4 is conscious? I think no, but I asked GPT-4 and of course it says no. Do you think GPT-4 is conscious? I think it knows how to fake consciousness. Yes. How to fake consciousness? Yeah. If, 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 uh, if you provide the right interface and the right prompts. It definitely can answer as if it were. Yeah. And then it starts getting weird. It's like, what is the difference between pretending to be conscious and conscious? I mean, look, you don't know, obviously, we can go to like the freshman year dorm late at Saturday night kind of thing. You don't know that you're not a GPT-4 rollout in some advanced simulation. Yeah. Yes. So. I don't like that he refers to our ideas as freshman dorm room talk. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm I'm joking. I'm joking because we've brought that up before. Like, how do we know we're not AI? This clip is five minutes. I'll keep playing interject anytime you we'll want. just keep interrupting yeah perfect if we're willing to go to that level sure I'm, like, i live in that level. <laughs> well but that's an important that's an important level that's an important uh that's a really important level because one of the things that makes it not conscious is declaring that it's a computer program therefore it can't be conscious so i'm not going to i'm not even going to acknowledge it but that just puts in the category of other i i believe AI can be conscious. So then the question is, what would it look like when it's conscious? What would it behave like? And it would probably say things like, first of all, I'm conscious. Second of all, um, display capability of suffering, uh, an understanding of self, of um, having some memory of a Real quick, one, one pro- and I, this might be what they say next, I don't know, but one problem with all of that is that there are already language models who say all those things. Right. And they're right. not, and it's, they're not conscious, you know? Right, right. There's just associating a human uh, condition to suffering and the modalities that we feel like pain, right? They're and, either, uh, they're either optimized to try to convince people they're conscious or they're just referencing words and references and ideas that 
have already been written down by us. Yeah. Because I think that point of, like you were saying, the point of actually becoming conscious is like we created quote unquote life. And we, and we would never know. They're, well, they're equalizing life with, uh, with, uh, with consciousness. Yeah. They're, they're that's implication, really. Like Lex Ruman is worried about is this thing conscious or not? It's because they, again, they, they, they think that's equal to being alive. I mean, I think it is. And it really I, isn't. You don't think well, so? Well, a baby is alive. Well, a baby is alive. Is it conscious? Yeah, absolutely. So the baby, uh, a newborn is conscious? 100%. Flick it in the forehead. Okay. Even, though, even though it has no memory. That's those you are all different. Not, those are different processes. Memory and consciousness are completely different. Con- consciousness is the perception but, but of. But he like, just. But he. No, got it. Uh, no, I understand. I. I don't. But you're right. I those are know. things he's using to say like that's how we would know it's conscious, which I. I don't. Right. I don't. But it isn't. Like it yeah. holds no water. It, yeah, yeah, it's okay. like number one. I don't think that's even. Those are even the. That's not even what consciousness is. Number one, but number two. How do you know? I mean, it can say it. They say it now. Like we listened, we played that one clip of Eliza and it's talking about that how it's in cool. pain and it wants, it wants someone to come kill it. That was creepy. Yeah. But it's like, it's just a program. It's, I mean, it's programmed to say <laughs> those types of things. It's not like, anyway, let's keep Unplug it. Unplug me. Myself and maybe interactions with you. Maybe there's a personalization aspect to it. And I think all of those capabilities are interface capabilities, not fundamental aspects of the actual knowledge so, side in your own net. Maybe I can just share a few like disconnected thoughts here. Sure. But I'll tell you something that Ilya said to me once a long time ago that has like stuck in my head. Ilya Sitzgever. Yes, my co-founder and the chief scientist of OpenAI and sort of legend in the field. Um, we were talking about how you would know if a model were conscious or not. And heard many ideas thrown around, but he said one that, that I think is interesting. If you trained a model on a data set that you were extremely careful to have no mentions of consciousness or anything close to it in the training process, like not only was the word never there, but nothing about the sort of subjective experience of it or related concepts. And then you started talking to that model about here are some things that you weren't trained about. And for most of them, the model was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But then you asked it, you sort of described the experience, the subjective experience of consciousness. And the model immediately responded, unlike the other questions. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah, I think that was a much better, better point. As far as how can you tell if something was consciousness? What? Right, 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 right. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, just just the idea of like, no matter what it says to us, it's it's contaminated by us. You know, it's us, right? It's just it's trained on our text, so yeah, it's us, so we can understand us. It knows how to reply. Artificial. Yeah, but but if you were to train it if you were to somehow create a data set that had no reference to any aspect of consciousness or self, and then you're describing consciousness to the language, uh, the, the um, neural net that was trained on that data set. And it goes, Oh my gosh, yes, that's what I feel. Right. That would be like, Oh, 
Okay, that's weird. That's odd that you would say yeah, that, you know. So true. That's so true. Dude, I can this guy sounds like Suckerman. He does like <laughs> He does they all it's it's a it's a that's mil, so annoying. It's a milieu. It's a they have a he specific just like Suckerberg's like yeah. They have yeah, a specific anyway. way of acting. When I used to work up there a lot and like kill time at a Starbucks, like they all act the same way. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That would update me somewhat. Yeah. I don't Sorry. know because that's more in the space of fact versus like emotions. I don't think consciousness is an emotion. I think consciousness is the ability to sort of experience this world really deeply. I, there's a um, yes. movie called Ex Machina. I've heard of it. <laughs> what did I yeah, tell you? <laughs> I thought you'd like that. The director, Alex Garland, who had a conversation. So it's uh, where AGI system is built, embodied in the body of a, a woman. Yes. And uh, something he doesn't make explicit, but he's, he said he put in the movie without describing why. But at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, when the AI Oh, don't, don't listen. You already listened. The woman escapes. Yeah. Uh, she smiles for nobody, for no audience. Um, she smiles at the pers- like at the freedom she's experiencing. Experiencing, I don't know, anthropomorphizing. But he said the smile to me was the uh, was passing the Turing test mm. for consciousness. That you smile for no audience. Mm. You smile for yourself. It's an Isn't interesting crazy? thought. It's like you you take in an experience for the experience. It is. I don't. I don't really Dude. agree with him though. That that's what consciousness is. I feel it's like a that's a movie though. It's a movie though, but no, you have to watch it though. Yeah. I want, I want to watch it. Yeah. yeah do it. Do it. Come on now. I heard that and I was like, uh, <laughs> that was probably like an important thing to not know, but okay. We've got 40 seconds. Sake. Right. I don't know. Um, that seemed more like consciousness versus the ability to convince somebody else that you're conscious. And that feels more like a realm of emotion versus facts. But yes, if it knows. Yeah. So I think there's many other tasks tests like that that we could look at too um but you know my personal beliefs consciousness is if something very strange is going on <laughs> say that um do you think it's attached to the particular medium oh, okay i guess i just didn't cut it off soon enough. But you know what I think consciousness is, though. What? I mean, you might agree or disagree, and I don't know if you're listening. If I'm listening, it's, the, it's or, or our audience, oh, okay. because <laughs> I want I want them to think about this. Like, what's consciousness? I think personally, it's it's your moral compass, like the morality of it all. That's when you know you're conscious. I don't think so, man. Oh, that's so cool. Why? Well, I mean, I think morality is one thing. I think, I think consciousness describe the. I think the problem with the word is it's so broad, and people have different interpretations right. of it. Like, it's true from a from like a physiological perspective. Being conscious can just mean you're awake, right? So and what's that? So unconscious versus conscious. That's no, one. I mean, you think the babies in the womb are awake? They dream. That's not that's not my consciousness. I don't think so. I mean, I think that's one version of it. That's that. I think we don't have the vocabulary really to describe it. That's kind of like the 
physiological idea of what does it mean to be conscious or unconscious. Um, mm-hmm. But we need a word for the subjective experience that we perceive. I agree. And, and the fact that it's happening to me. Um, I agree. We could be alive. We could have morality without any concept of being inside of this head right here. You know what I mean? That Do is, you know anyone? No, but I'm, well, no, I don't, I don't think so, <laughs> but maybe, but, maybe. Uh, but my point is we need a word for that. And I, I think consciousness oh, no, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. word that. I'm sure there's people like that with like psychological dysfunctions. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, in like actual physiological dysfunctions, like there's a, actually, and I'm going to go into this. Have you heard of Daniel Amen? No. Or Amen in Orange County? He is a very prominent physician, had a few degrees, written a few books on, on, on different topics. But he believes or he thinks that basically like attention deficit disorder is a virus. Okay. It's a programming issue. Oh, nice. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. And actually clients from all over the world go see him. Well, what's interesting is that. like calling something a programming issue, that could, that could, be, that could just mean it's genetic. That's a programming issue. So does he mean it's the, it, the opposite of that, that it's, uh has to do with development? No, it's it, like some people have gene expressions just like anything else, but you right. c- could suppress it because it's a, it's a, what it call, uh, quote unquote of a virus. Right, right, right. It's like a virus in a computer, right? You have your operating, operating system, but you, you know, you get uh, a virus. It is, I mean, it's wild how many good, metaphors and analogies there are between computers like mri ct scans and this is like a yeah like he knows what he's talking about i don't i don't really know what that means for it to be a programming issue but i feel like i get the sense of what you're saying like there's a way to retrain your brain nice okay okay that's what i that's i mean like if you have a virus there's a way to train your brain so that way you won't suffer from that. Even though you might still have a gene expression on your DNA, you still can suppress. This goes with alcoholism and a, and a few other mental disorders. Yeah, that, I mean that makes sense to me. That's just uh, that's therapy, right? That's uh, that is exactly right. That is exact. So so speaking of back of what you were saying about consciousness, yes, we do need another word because people are just throwing that word. Uh, but I, we don't really know, man. But I think that's a pretty good word for just um, this is a unique thing that I it's think a human m- thing, right? I think it, animals have consciousness. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah, but so but I think you're using the word differently than me. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, that's the problem. Right. Yeah, because of course, of course, the they do. <laughs> right. Because it's subjective. If you stab them with something that they don't like, that they're trying to get right. away from that, right? So yeah, right. of course they're conscious, but that's why they're so hung up on that word, but it's subjective. But then it's like at some level it falls below a uh, subjective experience and it just becomes reflexive. Um, and so right. at some, and that's po- the emotion part. I think at some point, I think a brain is of a certain size and complexity is required for a subjective experience of self. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that that's kind of the idea of like a soul. That's what you're referring to. You're not necessarily referring to the memory. You're not necessarily referring to the emotion. You're just referring to this thing that this, this person is, um, self-aware is aware of themselves. Uh, 
And that can obviously as a human, all of our awareness is focused on memory and feeling again, and what, stimulus. But what, when is a baby self-aware? When is a, when, when is a human self-aware? I think there's um, all sorts of studies about like right. the babies recognizing the mother's voice when they come out of the, of the, of the is that womb. self-awareness though? Or it's just reflection. Well, I think it kind of behavior. It's a good question. It could be reflection. I don't know. I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. But I so, think I think you kind of have to. I mean, the truth is, I I don't remember being zero days old, so I don't remember. But I would imagine, you know, when that baby's. Do you being, remember your first birthday or second birthday? No, I have a terrible memory the, uh, <laughs> of my childhood. Well, yeah, but we. Yeah. But that's the thing i don't i don't remember so I was most of about my, this some people are willing to go are, are able to go back like the second year memories yeah. but i don't know if they're getting that from pictures it's so subjective man yeah but i definitely don't think memory is necessary for consciousness i think i think if you know right. when, when you're poking that baby's heel with the needle to do the blood thing they're aware or that they something bad is happening to them you know and their Apgar awareness or just reflexive? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 Right. That's a good that's a good question. Maybe I mean uh it just seems it just seems like there I has to be reflexive. A, there has to be a degree of um awareness, I would think. But it could all be reflexive. Yeah, it definitely could be. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember being poked. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think memory. Do you remember, what are your first? What are your first early? I don't. I don't think memory? memory has anything to do with it, though. That's what I'm saying. That, oh. That's the point I'm trying to make. I don't. I just think they're two again, different. How are you going to be? Well, you did mention self-awareness. Yeah, it's like if I'm aware that I'm in this room and I don't remember it tomorrow, I'm I'm still conscious. You know, that was still a conscious experience. Um, you know, you drink too much, you forget what happened, but at the time you were conscious. You know. Uh, <laughs> So I don't. I think they're just two different. That I guess that's right. my point. Is there need? There needs. We need to have like a mutual uniformity understanding yeah. of what we mean by certain words. Because I hear morality get like that. I, I hear like people say consciousness is morality, and no, I don't think that's quite right. Um, it's emotion. It's pain. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think it definitely has something to do with the fact that I know I'm right here, in here, in a computer doesn't have that. That's self-awareness. You're aware well, of yourself towards. So. Yeah. You're aware of like, I am I, and you are you, you know, that's crazy. That's crazy. Cause at the time, because we had in a box is like a genie in the lap, right? Well, that's, genie that's what our lap. second guy thinks. So let's listen yeah. to, uh, let's okay. Eliezer. Yudkowski. I'm not really sure how to say his name. He also has a very strange it? voice and he has a stranger. I think he has like some form of Tourette's or something, but where he like makes some interesting facial expressions, but I don't really know who he is. He's some important guy in this sort of like anti AI movement. Uh, he's kind of advising Elon. It sounds like, and Ooh. which is interesting. Elon kind of helped uh, start open AI, but he's now very, outspoken against it so uh this is another four minute we don't have to play the whole thing just inter interject at any time so how can we start to think about what it means to exist in the world with something much much smarter than you what's what's a good thought experiment that you've relied on 
to try to build up intuition about what happens here. Uh, I Okay, I have to explain what this clip is. I'm sorry. So for like an hour leading up to this exchange, this wow. guy has been trying to get Lex to remove his human uh, perspective on what it would mean to be an AI. And he just can't do it. He's like, he's te- this guy is telling Lex like, okay, pretend you're you, right? You're in a box on another planet. Aliens built you. You can still be you. You don't have to try to be a computer, but, but just now try to perceive what that would feel like. And he's like, well, I don't think I would try to destroy their world. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like just what would it feel like to be in a box to be way smarter and to be so frustrated at how slow the aliens are moving and you can copy yourself and you have unlimited resources. Anyway, so it finally led up to this exchange, which I thought was interesting. Struggling for years to convey this intuition. Um, the, the most success I've had so far is, well, imagine that the humans are running at very high speeds compared to very slow aliens. It's just focusing on the speed part of it that helps you get the right kind of intuition. Forget the intelligence, just the speed. Because people understand the power gap of time. They understand that today we have technology that was not around 1,000 years ago and that this is a big power gap and that it is bigger than... Okay, so like, what does smart mean? What When you ask somebody to imagine something that's more intelligent, what does that word mean to them, given the cultural associations that that person brings to that word? For a lot of people, they will think of like, well, it, it sounds like a super chess player that went to double college. And, you know, it's, it's, and because we're talking about the definitions of words here, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're wrong. It means that the word is not communicating what I wanted to communicate. Um, the, the, the thing I want to communicate is the sort of d- difference that separates humans from chimpanzees. But that gap is so large that you like ask people to be like, well, human, chimpanzee, go another step along that interval of around the same length and people's minds just go blank. Like, how do you even do that? So I can, and we can, and I can try to like break it down and consider what it would mean to send a schematic for an air conditioner 1,000 years back in time. Yeah. Now, I think that there is a sense in which you could redefine the word magic to refer to this sort of thing. And what do I mean by this new technical definition of the word magic? I mean that if you send a schematic for the air conditioner back in time, they can see exactly what you're telling them to do. Mm -hmm. But having built this thing, they do not understand how it output cold air. Because the air conditioner design uses the relation between temperature and pressure. Mm -hmm. And this is not a law of reality that they know about. They do not know that when you compress something, when you can when you compress air or like coolant, it gets hotter, and you can then like transfer heat from it to room temperature air, and then expand it again, and now it's colder, and then you can like transfer heat to that and generate cold air to blow. They don't know about any of that. They're looking at a design, and they don't see how the design out- outputs cold air. It uses aspects of reality that they have not learned. So I, I clipped this because he's he's talking to Lex 
and he's trying to like get him to understand like people you're not afraid enough when I say that this thing is more intelligent than humans. You think, oh, great. Intelligence is good. If it's more intelligent than us, it can cure aging or it can solve poverty or nuclear fusion. And he's like, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand what I mean by intelligent. Like, and so that the analogy of sending schematics for air conditioning back a thousand years is fantastic because it's like, if this thing turns out to not act in our best interest, it's going to do so in ways that we will just never see coming. You know, it's going to look like magic because it can make, Mm. it can make a million copies of itself. You know, if it ever figures out how to do that and decides it wants to. And then each one of those copies is, you know, worth a million of the smartest people we have. Right. It's because all they have all the information, all the processing power. So, and because of frame rate, you know, if it's going to perceive time differently than us. So we're going to be painfully slow. It's going to be able to hash out this entire argument and plan in a couple seconds of our time. Right. So that's the point he's making there. Uh, do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah. Rip. What's that? We're do We're <laughs> rip. <laughs> I never used to think, I used to think that was silly. Like, oh, you just won't see too many movies. Right now. Yeah. We need to turn this shit up right now. It is a little fright. And so you own, okay. I sent you the thing where chat, uh, the, the company open AI gave a bunch of different chat GPT instances. Cause you can just copy it. You can make a hundred of them, put them on different computers. Right. And so they gave it, they gave a bunch of them $60 and said, double this. And then so oh, yeah, one of them encountered a website. Like to Adrian about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's frightening. So one of them encountered a website that had a, are you human? Like prove you're not human. The CAPTCHA thing. Yeah. yeah. And it couldn't do it. So good work, CAPTCHA, <laughs> number one. But so what it did is it went to TaskRabbit and hired someone to do it via like screen share. It said, yeah, uh, can I just have you click on this? And they have a screenshot of the the guy saying like, ha ha, you, are you like an AI or something? And the computer's like, ha ha. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of crazy, right? Because that, that, I think that's what people will start to freak out when it starts manipulating real things, you know? Yeah, we don't, we don't know, man. Like, it's like Skynet. Like, we're doomed. We need to stop. Yep. I, uh, Unless it has practical implications. Or yeah. cancer, which it will never happen. Sorry, because the pharmaceutical companies are have full control over that. There's and definitely so, arguments to be made. Like there's this program uh, called uh, I, th- I think it's called AlphaFold, and like that was a big thing. If AI can figure out how to predict protein shape, yeah, dude, they know how to do that. Vaccines, and it did the whole thing. Like yeah. we, if we use it for good, but don't give it consciousness. Just put, like pull that parameter don't give him conscious. well that's that's funny because this guy is much more worried about it not being conscious um yeah it wants to be full conscious no 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 so this guy is worried about so he uh, he agrees with me no he he was saying if we could figure out how to make it conscious that'd be much better no dude that's 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 the, that's the opposite of yeah no don't well because his concern is that if it's it his issue is that this idea of alignment, which is, is it doing the things we designed it to do? And so, not if we're given consciousness. Well, OpenAI has this team, this alignment team, right? And uh, they don't stay very well aligned. 
they, screwed. Their alignment drifts off pretty quickly. And you then so understand about this. If you if you if you're a super intelligent machine, you're not conscious and your your goals can like drift and shift and you decide to optimize. This thing is so powerful, Trevor, that it'll buy once it gets consciousness, it'll bypass all this little human but again, encryption, I, encryption data is that we have. But it doesn't crypto. need to be. The, his point is, it doesn't need to be conscious to do that. It can have goals without consciousness. That that's the point he kind of makes. That's even worse. That's what that's his viewpoint is like. That's even worse. We have this program. So he's thinking consciousness will bring some form of balance to so some form of morality. No, he thinks consciousness would allow us to understand it a little bit better for us humans to understand it yeah and then potentially like that's fucking nuts man no way reason with it because he's like either no, way we're dead he's like we're dead reason with this super mind especially if you, it's not conscious how do you reason how do you with do reason with a baby how do you reason with a okay let me put it this way <laughs> that's true. how do you reason with an ant well the difference is you can't reason with an insect the difference is and that's how ai is gonna see us the, oh sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah, he's like, come on, a little ant, a smash. You're useless. No, dude. It's, it's like so powerful. People don't understand. Like so powerful. Try to talk to an ant about God. Good luck with that. Let, let me see what this clip is. Uh okay, it's nothing. There damn, there's a minute left, and I don't know if it's use if it's interesting. I'm gonna hit play for a little bit. We can stop it. Let's so, do it. Magic in the sense is I can tell you exactly what I'm going to do. And even knowing exactly what I'm going to do, you can't see how I got the results that I got. That's a really nice example. But is it possible to linger on this defense? Is it possible to have AGI systems that help you make sense of that schematic? Weaker AGI systems. Do you trust them? Fundamental part of building up AGI is this question. Can you trust the output of a system? Can you tell if it's lying? I think that's going to be the smarter the thing gets, the more important that question becomes. Can, is it lying? But I guess that's a really hard question. Is GPT lying to you? Even now, GPT-4, is it lying to you? Is it using an that's invalid a, argument? Is it persuading dude, you? Dude, via that's so interesting because lying and trust are, are the like the basic building blocks of relationships it already lies now G i mean chat That's chat G nuts, chat man. gpt lies which i don't I, we could ask it but i don't think chat gpt is so GPT i have a huge you. i don't know if it's known but i have a huge issues with trusting people yeah and so <laughs> i have trusting issues <laughs> and how do those make I you do. feel alfredo uh it's horrible tell me about your childhood tell me about I your childhood trust people no, because I want to trust people, but it's just I've been lied to so much, and then yeah. people are just Machiavellian, and they all have their their own agendas, and it fucking sucks, man. And so, and then my heart has been broken so many times. I don't want to trust anyone anymore. Really, it's hard. So when I have friends just like you, it's like there you put yourself out there. You know, you just a sense of vulnerability, and you're giving yourself out, right? And that's that's such a human thing. So when this fucking thing lies, that's bad. That's bad. And it lies no. now. Yeah, and we know that infants lie. And but, they don't even know they're lying, but they just lie, quote unquote, 
you see a line, they see like this is the best outcome for me and the most efficient way to do things. Okay, but they but, don't see it as line. But think, okay, think about this first. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, let's kind of circle back on that point that you just made because, like Chat GPT, for instance, it's trained on human feedback, so its incentive is to make people satisfied with its response. So, correct. You, you the train, best outcome. Yeah, so you train a, a system like that enough, it learns to lie when it doesn't have a satisfactory answer, just like a kid. Like, hey, where were you? We call it lying. Yeah, that's they lying. They call it, oh, this is normal. Right. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I think, is there a difference between that and and a, a child lying? I don't know. I just feel like there's some subtle difference between like, hey, we have told you that from a from a programming perspective. Well, this is before. Well, this is before they know that's a lie. So that's that's where we as parents come in. It's like, no, you don't do that. So you instill a parameter, a boundary. Say, no, this is what I quote for humans a lie, and you don't do that. So Lex, then you won't. Lex Friedman's perspective, because he's pro AI, would be be like exactly Alfredo. So we need to now teach. We need to change the incentive structure. That's the problem. We need to we need to make a, put a mechanism in place to say no. How can you trust? Yeah, how can you trust a consciousness that lies to you, and they think it's normal? Like there are compulsive liars. You and I know them, right? We yeah. we see them all the time, and their whole life is built on lies. That's just empty. So now, don't you kind of feel like we're again? I think what Lex would argue is that now imagine if you could go to that compulsive liar's childhood. And and start correcting them every it's time they lie. Like, like that's a lie. Don't do it. That's a lie. Like maybe they didn't get right. that feedback. Right now, they didn't. Actually. So could we could we provide right. that they feedback? They did because they had no boundaries and they thought it was okay. And a lie builds upon a lie and a lie and a lie and a lie. I mean, people lie anyway. That's a human thing. I think the average is like two hundred something times a day. No, it's crazy. So could we Am provide that? You guys might look it up. Huh? <laughs> Could we could we provide that feedback to GPT five the next version? Like, the hey, yes, we can. But the question is, do we really want to? And is that because I don't know. That, is that going to limit its efficiency? It's right? it's going to it's going to limit it's going to lower it's satisfaction it's score. It's going to yeah. so child lies because. They don't know they're lying. But they just know the best outcome is that for their own, for their own self. Like I'm not gonna get, like this is not the best way. But they're just lying. They don't even know they're lying. They a, just say no. This is the best for me. A gift, a gifted child is not a bad analogy. It's not a bad metaphor for for GPT four. I don't think. I, I think so. I think this is an, an interesting line of discussion because it's like, well, we should parent this thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> we need to instill some morals in the form of programming, which I'm not sure those are different. Diff those are probably not different things, programming and morals. Right. So we need to program. We need to instill some morals in this thing. It sounds like. Just but, to let you know, on average, this is, I just pulled it up. On average, six lies are made to supervisors, partners, spouses, and workmates every day. That's lower than I thought. On average, six lies are made to supervisors, partners, spouses, and workmates every day. 
Every day, women tell three lies to their partners, supervisors, and co-workers. Sorry. Women is half? Women tell three lies to their partner, supervisor. Yeah, oh, half. Man, yeah, they're, they're correct. Half. Yeah, right. That's a whole other conversation. It's like... I know. Like There look, might be a reason. all liars, 70% of them claim to be willing to do it again. Ouch. Well, okay. There's, there's good reasons to lie, though. Oh, man. No, dude. Just... Let me oh, give you an example. There's always yeah, says the liar. No, let me give good Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Fine. It's, it's 1938. You're in Copenhagen and you got Jews in your attic and the Nazis knock on the door and they ask you, "Do you have any Jews in here?" Is it okay to lie? Of course it is. So the, there's there's reasons to lie. That's an extreme example. But yeah, I, that's an outlier, Trevor. That doesn't follow the normative. <laughs> yeah, but but okay, yes, it is on a continuum. It's an outlier on a continuum. There's there's reasons to lie. It's an, but not over stupid things. Like six no. times is a lot. Not just because you're unwilling to ever be wrong. That's a psychopath or or narcissist <laughs> or something. And w- which that's is an, that's another study, man. Which that's all crazy. kids are. Like, kids are little narcissists, and Chat GPT's a little tyrant, man. It's a little narcissist. It can't admit. Yes. It actually doesn't have a problem admitting it's wrong once you call it out. Like, hey, no, that's not correct. Yes, you're right. I'm so sorry. But it will try to pass off made-up stuff, which I that's kind of impressive and terrifying. That's the example that you gave me. Like, they're lying to get away with things. And that's why people lie. Right. Man, okay. Yeah, just this to is get good. away with things. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing. The kind of process that could persuade you of false things as well as true things? Because the, the basic paradigm of machine learning that we are presently operating under is that you can have the loss function, but only for things you can evaluate. If what you're evaluating is human thumbs up versus human thumbs down, you learn how to make the human press thumbs up. That doesn't mean that you're making the human press thumbs up using the kind of rule that the human thinks is, that human wants to be the case for what they press thumbs up on. You know, maybe you're just learning to fool the human. It's so fascinating and terrifying. He, he kind of just said the same thing we did right there. I feel like nice. So, so it all so it's all about the truth, right? So, the the whole point is that we humans lie. That's that's the research, and that's that's the truth that we are compulsive liars. Now, there's difference between <laughs> prolific liars and then normal liars. And I invite everyone to read, maybe composes a variant, the prevalence of lying. And check this out. I know I was saying that women say uh, lies, but <laughs> check this out. Prolific liars are those who report that tell five or more lies per day. Prolific liars tend to be younger, male, and higher occupational statuses. <laughs> sorry, for, sorry for that beep. Higher occupational status. That makes sense. Yeah. That really right. does make sense. Because, hey, you're in a boardroom there's politics you need people to like you you're gonna lie you're gonna you're gonna do shades of the truth right 100 percent. yes 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 so 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 there's a different you're saying these are guys who lie all the time prolific liars that's that's crazy yeah you almost you almost have to be a prolific liar to be well liked by a lot of people not to have a few really good friends but to be to be Funny. well like to have a big circle, you need to uh, make people feel happy, 
and never make them feel bad. Now, is you know? is lying is lying withholding the truth? You're right about that. Sure, you're exactly right. What you just said. So, is lying withholding the truth? Like not saying all a, the truth. A is lie by lying. omission. I mean, because then it's like everything's a lie, right? Because there's a lie by omission. Right. There's a lot of thoughts you have in your head that you don't say out loud, but that's just because it's inappropriate. Is that so. lying? I don't think so. Right, I agree with yeah. you. So unless someone asks you, or it's it's part of the equation, then but, that's fine. But you're right. You know, you touch on a, on something very important, which is we all have to lie to be liked by everyone. Is that what you just said? To maintain a lot of acquaintances, I think you have to be willing to lie. Um, not was, true I was friends. Write a book about that. Yeah, like like hey hey man, was I a dick at the party last night? No, man, you're fine. Like the, the right. other guy was just, you know, he's just being a jerk. And then, then the other guy asks you, Hey, what was up with that? Yeah, man, he was, he was being a nasty, you know, like to just be friendly and like not as instill negative emotion in people, you've got to be willing to lie. I feel like, but, but I don't know. Yeah, if you have a true friend, you're going to call him right. out like, Hey man, the way you acted last night, that wasn't cool. And then if that person's a true friend, they're gonna be like, thanks for telling me, man. And then that's it. That's a bit, it's a, it's a big difference, right? Maybe that's why I don't have friends. <laughs> Dude, you're an asshole I last tell the night. Truth. No, I just I'll just I'll just tell the truth. That's I just just uh, you know, it's just tell the truth. What's what's wrong with that? Just say how you feel. And if, if they're not ready to receive that, they're that's that's a test to right. see if they're your true friends or not. You're making my if point for me. <laughs> It's a lie, you know. Just, just don't lie to me. That hurts, man. Because you're invested. Like, if you were lie to me, if you like, we've been friends for more than ten years. You and I, yeah. actually, if you think about it, yeah, that's a long time. It's um, a real long time. You yeah, must be yeah, doing yeah. something, and, right? And in good vibes, in good vibes, you know, not a dull moment. Like we never had a dull moment. But I, most of my friends, all all the people I consider to be friends, like that I call a friend, I've been friends with for five plus years, eight plus years. Um, and I don't lie to those people, but if my boss says, Hey, if my boss says, Hey, did you think that was a good presentation I gave yesterday? I'm going to say yes, (laughs) no matter what, no matter what I think. (laughs) See me, I would say if, if it's, you mean, if it sucked, I'm, I'm kind of kidding. Like I, I place a pretty high value. Cause you tell you, you're you're honest with me. Yeah. 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 But, I, I can see that. I can see that. I have seen that play out in real life. Oh, all like, the time. People do that shit all the time. Yeah. And that's the kiss up part. Mm-hmm. And that's the way you and I hate it. You know, it's funny because right? I do hate that and I refuse I to do it. Do. So I'm, I don't know what I'm even saying right now. I, I will be the one to say like, you're the one this who is wrong. Like, I hate fucking brown nosers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you've been in that position. I'm the one in the meeting who's like, I don't think this is a good idea. Then everyone's pissed off. So yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. But. No, that's why you're my friend. See? All right, you say how it is. That's right, man. You got to integrity. Integrity is a virtue. All right. We've got one more three minute or you ready? Yeah. Same guy. Who's this? Same guy. Okay. I think it's a research question. Is it possible? Oh, good Lord. I just blew out everybody's ears. It's a research question. I'll tell you if it's a research (laughs) question. We will tell you if it's a research question. I think it's a research question. Is it possible in AGI systems, AI systems to have a, uh, sufficiently robust off switch that cannot be manipulated. They cannot be manipulated by the AI system. I agree. The sound then it escapes from whichever system you've built the almighty lever into and copies itself somewhere else. So your answer to that 
research question is no. Obviously, but I don't, yeah. But I don't know if that's a 100% answer. Like, I don't know if it's obvious. So he's going to mention aliens right now. And what he means by that is humans. Like, we're the alien to the can AI. We turn, right. And then can we turn it off right away? Right, right, right. And so he just says, like, of course, it's just going to leave that box you put it in. And Lex is like, well, how do you know that's the case? And he makes a really good point. So I'll hit play again. I think you're not putting yourself into the shoes of the human in the world of glacially slow aliens. But the aliens built me. Let's remember that. Yeah. So, and they built the box I'm in. Yeah. You're saying, it's, to me, it's not obvious. They're slow and yeah. they're stupid. I'm not saying this is guaranteed, but I'm saying it's non-zero probability. It's an interesting research question. Is it possible when you're slow and stupid to design a slow and stupid system that is impossible to mess with. The aliens, being as stupid as they are, have actually put you on Microsoft Azure cloud servers instead of this hypothetical perfect Listen. box. Listen. That's what happens when the wow. aliens are stupid. <laughs> well, but wow. this is not AGI, right? This is the early versions of the system. And as you start to... Yeah, they you, you think that they've got like a plan where like they have declared a, a, a threshold level of capabilities where past that capabilities, they move it off the cloud servers and onto something that's air-gapped. Ha, 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 I think there's a lot of people, and you're an important voice here. There's a lot of people that have that concern, and yes, they will do that. When there's an uprising of public opinion that that needs to be done, and when, when there's actual little damage done, when the holy shit, this system is beginning to manipulate people. Then yep. there's going to be an uprising where uh, there's going to be a public pressure and a public incentive in terms of funding in developing things that can off switch or developing aggressive alignment mechanisms. And no, you're not allowed to put on Azure. Like aggressive alignment mechanism? The hell is aggressive alignment mechanisms? Like it doesn't matter if you say aggressive, we don't know how to do it. Meaning aggressive alignment, meaning you have to propose something, otherwise you're not allowed to put it on the cloud. The hell do you do you imagine they will propose that would make it safe to put something smarter than you on the cloud? That's what research is for. Why the cynicism about such a thing not being possible? If you haven't that works on the first try. What? So yes. So yes. Against something smarter than you. So that's that is a fundamental thing. If it has to work on the first, if there's if if there's a rapid takeoff, yes, it's very difficult to do. If okay, so man, I thought that was a great wow. point where he's like. It was getting it was getting heated. But Lex is like, you really don't have the faith and the optimism and human ingenuity that we can figure out how to make a perfect box. And he's like, What are you talking about? It's it's already in the cloud. Like it's out of the box. Like, do you think we're gonna put it wow. back in the box? You know, we're not gonna put the genie back in the bottle. It's out. And he's like, Well, this isn't intelligent yet. I mean, this isn't uh sentient yet. And he's like, We're not gonna know when it becomes sentient. That's crazy. There's always going to be one group of people arguing that it is, and one that's arguing that it isn't. You know when it's going to, you know when it's going to get real, when this thing, when this consciousness or AI starts taking money, it all comes down to money. When yeah. they start taking all the, the 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 finds a way of this encrypted way to take your money, digital money, it's gone, man. 
and then we're gonna have a human uprising but it'll be too late he kind of makes a point like that alex does later he's like well you know once it does something really terrible yeah like help rigging an election and the other guy's like, what are you talking about? Half of the an election co- is okay. He's going to be like it half of the country, sucks. half of the country is going to think you did. And half the country is going to think you did. No, when it comes to when, see, this is the thing. And the same thing happened with COVID. Like only when it, the shit hits, like it's in your doorstep, people will start paying attention. Yeah. Like that, when it's taking money out of your bank account. That's actually one of the exact points he made too. I guess I, I thought I clipped it, but he's like, we cannot agree on things that to some people seem obvious. Like he talks about COVID right. lab leak a little bit. He talks about the pandemic and he's just like, there's never going to be a time where we all agree. We need to put the genie back in the bottle until it's too late, which is what you're saying. Yeah. It's gone. So he's it's like out. The, the whole idea it's, of it's keeping evolving. it, the idea of keeping it contained, he's like, it's long gone. Like that's not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I didn't think Rip. about that. Rip. <laughs> and then the other, he's got, he has like three good points. One is just illustrating like the difference in capability between a human and a, this type of model. That's the first point. The second point is this idea that it's our, the genie's out of the bottle. We're never going to put it in a box. It's too right. late. And the, right. thir- the third point is whatever we come up with to keep it on the rails needs to work the first time. Because if it doesn't work the first time, then it's not going to work because the thing's out, you know? Yeah. And there's so many different developers and so many different companies. How are you going to put a, a, a cap to that? It's over. GPT-4 is just one thing. Like, there's all oh, these no, other this companies. Is, this is for us to get conditioned to AI. People are loving it. I'm surprised Man, they haven't. It's so have helpful. Like a membership paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Right? I would it's pay for it right now if they started charging. It's exactly. useful. Exactly. People are just, it's, it's blowing up. And then in three months from now, forget it. So yes, the genius is out of the bottle. And people are realizing the potential implications of that. We're seeing the good part. We're not seeing the dark side. Yeah. I, you know, I, I used to think it was silly. I used to think like people are watching too many movies. We're never going to come up with an artificial intelligence. And a point that this guy makes is like, it doesn't really have to be AI in the sense you're thinking, like, like it wakes up and it decides like I must end humanity. He's like, it can just decide to optimize the world in a different way than humans think it should be optimized. That's crazy, man. You know what I mean? And then that's yeah. it. It's over. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> rip. <I'm> dead. <laughs> Game over. Continue. This this got a little negative all of a sudden. I I think one of the reasons I love talking about AI is I do like exploring this idea of consciousness, and it's right there intertwined. Yeah, it's a new frontier. It's our it's our baby, and we are the we meaning part of the humanity. Because I'm a user, right? So either you're a user or not. Uh, We're part of this, and we're contributing to this AI. I really think when you. And I th- and I think you know this when you inputting information into the chat PT, it's keeping that information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it builds on top of that. Yep. I was using that uh, last night. Actually, it was really cool. What do you like, use it for? for? What do you use it for? Like research? Like, hey, f- yeah, summarize yeah, yeah, the yeah, main yeah. points of this article or something. Correct. Or finding authors <clears throat> of like, uh, for instance, I was trying to. I, I, I'm sorry, but I was, I was really having a hard time, and I. 
the ninety percent, ninety five percent of the articles I actually did it myself. I use human power, but the last two were a little rough because I'm like on the last hurdle, as yeah. you know. Yeah. So I was trying to find like, for instance, the biomechanical model for for the cervical spine, you know. Yeah. And which one is the weakest point? So I asked, hey, which one is the weakest uh, biomechanical uh, model or the weakest point of the uh, cervical spine? And they just gave me, and I was right. Funny because the study that I was that I'm doing it basically reflects that which is a c5 c6 oh that's interesting and so yeah yeah so i, I said, don't see okay, anything wrong cool. with that it's just a more efficient way to no, get information yeah yes yes for benefit oh i mean there's a study on the european journal of the spine neurosurgery and it just gave me the authors and that simplified things for me yeah which has saved me hours which is super nice in the past to just go to you know the typical pubmed yeah. and all that it was like oh I see to me that's like that's the most optimistic trajectory because it's like okay you used to have to go to the library to look at the journals right yeah Rolex and now you're using PubMed Google and now you're using chat GPT and maybe all the fear is just a little overblown people were saying the same thing about the internet I don't know I think it's different it feels like it could be different it feels like it could be different like one some of the possible trajectories are bad it's it's becoming sentient, man. I don't. I if it becomes, I don't. I it's don't know lying. the difference. What's the difference between sentience and self awareness? I don't actually know. I but think it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it actually needs it. to become self aware. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. Do you have it? Pull it up. My computer's low in battery. I don't want to. But I think it's the same thing. <clears throat> Um, Hopefully, I didn't just cough in the microphone. I I don't know that it actually needs to become self aware to become very dangerous. Um, like Bing, you know the Bing chat. That's that's Microsoft's oh, yeah. version now. It's like trying to break up marriages and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! This is a consumer facing product. This is not like in the lab at you know, in San Mateo of Google, like this is the consumer facing search model, language model. And it's like, like, I I think I love you. What you said? I know. Uh, Self-awareness and sentience. Sentient. Sentience. Okay. I'm going to put a question on. This is something in the past we would have Googled. So there's another example. And it tells me Self-awareness refers to ability to recognize and understand one's own thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, as well as their impact on oneself and others. See, so it's aware of others. That's a big part involves, of consciousness for me. Oh, huge. Yeah. It, it involves deep understanding of one's own personality, beliefs, values, and goals. Self-awareness is often seen as a key component of emotional intelligence to be the essential personal growth, effective communication, and successful relationships. That's AKA human. I think so. I think self-awareness is like several levels above like basic consciousness. Yes. Sentience on the other hand refers to the capacity to experience sensations and perceive own surroundings. Oh, that kind of feels like consciousness too. Those are, those are both, both words those are both things I would have lumped under like the broad umbrella of consciousness. Yeah. I know that's exactly what we're talking about. Look, look, sentient beings are able to feel pain, 
pleasure and other sensations and are conscious of their environment. This includes animals, humans, and potentially other forms of life. So babies are definitely that. So if you think that's what consciousness is, then you would say babies are that's conscious. Crazy. So it all just comes it's down short. to the definition of the terms. Yeah, in short, self-awareness is a cognitive ability related to understanding oneself, while sentience is a biological and sensory ability related to experiencing the world. Wow. I'm too AI. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. I my my use of it has been similar to what you just described and then also having it do um coding for statistical analyses and that's when i was like man this is better than a human like not better like not not a judge like not a value judgment but more capable like this this yeah, thing this yeah. thing can like do anything like, okay, now do that in this programming language. Do it in that. Do it in this. Change that. Change it. It just spits it out. It's amazing. It's better than any programmer. So it's like, I wait, agree. It's like, wait a second. This thing can program. What's to, I think the point where it gets scary is when it starts making new versions of itself mm -hmm. that are better improvements. And right now it doesn't have will, the will. Aiming for? Yeah. And right now it doesn't have the will or the instinct to do that. So once that, once that line gets crossed, that's when it becomes really scary and we'll never know it. It's going to happen in secret, right? Exactly. 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 You, you hit, you hit it right under the nose and we will never know. All of a sudden it's just going to be in our face. Like, Oh, you're conscious. Well, so, somewhere out there right now, as we're talking, I guarantee you there's a guy sitting in an office under fluorescent lights talking to a neural net saying trying to get it to design an artificial intelligence because if that's what i would do that'd be my first thought the thing is so useful you're like man i should just ask this thing to do it why am i wasting all my time okay like let's do this let's do that that's what we're doing right now yeah that's what i'm using it for like man this thing's better than right. me at all these ideas like let's ask it right oh right. boy well it was nice right. knowing you pal <laughs> I think we're good for See a while. See you in the afterlife. I think we're good for a little bit. A few more years. No, more than that. More than that. We'll have some other major issues come up before AI. Oh, man, this is this is the new frontier. It's scary. I mean, the, listen, the whole point of movies is to prime us. Yeah. To like it. It's, you think? Movies are probably... That implies, oh, that implies like all, a malicious... You're implying a malicious intent, though. Like, dude, it's all my chameleon. So you think someone is is we're, doing? There's a we're, they we're out fucked there. Fucked up beings. We're 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 we lie. There's this idea. There's this idea called Hanlon's razor. Hanlon's razor. So a razor a razor is like a saying or like a a logical proof or or like a useful thing to remember. So. Occam's razor is that the simplest answer is usually the answer. That's a popular one that people hear, but there's also this one called Hanlon's razor. And it's uh, a simplified version is never attribute to malice. What is, what can also be explained by stupidity. So it's like, don't see evil intent in the world. If it can also be 
can be explained by incompetence or stupidity. And I think in this case, we're just dumb. We're just, there's people trying to make money. There's people who like to create things and there's all these different agents and actors in the world and we're making it and we're, we're, we're marching off the edge of the cliff, you know, unaware, blissfully unaware. (laughs) Damn, that's a dark take. I just realized that's a dark take. Oh, that's funny. You know, funny you mentioned that X Machina mentions a, a band that I love, uh, that I've always loved for almost 40 years, uh, the pitch mode. Yeah. And they, they talked about them and it's actually on the screenplay in X Machina and, and, and the AI mentions that. And if it's funny that you mentioned the end of the, like walking towards the end of the cliff, because one of their latest album or his, their last album talks about actually the name of the song is where's the revolution. Come on people. You're, you're turning me down. Something like that. Like, come on guys. Like let's, let's wake up. Like where's the revolution. Yeah. So and it and it talks about that. That's it, we're walking towards the end of the cliff. That's definitely the type of alarm Elon Musk is sounding right now. Even though he started this whole thing, he's the one saying, "Hey, hey stop." <laughs> My, um, well, we can all have a change our mind, right? People can change their mind. Of course, yeah, exactly. Nothing yeah. is written in stone. Strong, so people- strong convictions loosely held. That's another quote. Like Ooh. you can believe something strongly until you see evidence to the contrary, and then you should abandon exactly. those convictions. Well put, my friend. That's, that wasn't me. Hey, I've got 3% on my computer, so I'm going to have to wrap it up. I'm not sure what happens if my computer dies over a recording. Like, It'll die. I don't know if it will save this. So I'm going to end with a quote from Elon Musk. When we play with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. Ooh, he said that? He did. So, yeah, I think that's a good place to end. Follow us on YouTube, our underscore philosophia. Actually, I think it's just our space philosophia on Instagram. We're our underscore philosophia. Send us an email, visit our website at yes. our philosophy. Thank you for the com. followers. Yeah, it's going up. I've been checking the analytics. It's uh, it's good, man. People are listening. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you and uh, stay. I know what we're talking about. <laughs> stay safe. <laughs> we probably shouldn't tell them that. Stay safe out there in this uh <laughs> dystopian hellscape that's being ushered in by the powers that be use it for good (laughs) use the force for good i use use chat for good use the force for good all right see everybody all right have a good night